Hi everyone, Randy Dietrich, and my mission is to add value to others. I believe in the power of the human spirit. My goal is to encourage you to pursue all your dreams with all your imagination. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's talk, please share with a friend. Add value to the world. Self-esteem, where does it come from, what does it affect, and how can we gain more of it? You know, I put this together because of a conversation I had with a guy on Saturday night, and he was hurting. He just broke up with his girlfriend, and he was telling me his story. She didn't want to be with him anymore, but she didn't have the nerve to say it directly to his face. So she took him to counseling. And the, <laughs> and the counselor told him, <laughs> counselor goes, she doesn't want to be with you. And he's sitting there mortified. And, and like, he just couldn't believe this. He was so hurt. And, it, and it, it, it stuck with him ever since that moment. You see, Brene Brown has a quote. It says, clear is kind, unclear is cruel. And this lady was very unclear to him. She didn't have it inside of her to say to him, look, I, I, I just don't want to be with you anymore. So she drug it on and drug it on and drug it on. And then ultimately took him to counseling thinking, we're going to make this better. Meanwhile, she went there to break up with him. She was very unclear and she was torturing him the whole time. Meanwhile, his self-esteem was spiraling downward. But, you know, I like to say that like attracts like. I asked him, were you clear with her? He said, I have low self-esteem. He said it just like that, straight up. You see, I have low self-esteem. It's hard to speak your mind if you feel your mind isn't worth speaking. Our self-esteem is like, it's like our mental or emotional bank account. Some people have a rich one and others have a poor one. Self-esteem is a sense of our overall personal value. Having a low self-esteem will affect every single area of your life. It touches everything. It touches our career, our romantic relationships, our friends, our family, school. All this, it's according to a study that I read in the Journal of American Psychology in January 2022. Self-esteem touches everything in your life. You know, we're all born with a healthy self-esteem. Kids don't self-scrutinize. I got young kids, I can tell you that's true. But as we grow up, we attach ourselves to things and people. We attach ourselves to things that people say to us. You're good at this, or you're not at that. You're athletic, or you're not. You're kind or, or you're mean. You're smart or not so much. We attach ourselves to these things that people say to us. I have an entire chapter in my book called Exposing the Roots on this topic. And after these things are said to us and we believe it, the self-fulfilling prophecy starts. We start to see and label ourselves as what we believe to be true about ourselves. But is it? I don't think so. If someone tells you at a young age that you're, you're, not, you're not so smart, but you're really athletic, is that true or is it their opinion? I believe we can reprogram ourselves. Anything that has been imposed on us, we can unimpose and then reimpose anything upon ourselves. We can build our own self-esteem and remove the negative self-beliefs from our mind. This is so powerful, guys. This can change a life. A healthy self-esteem inoculates us from internalizing other people's judgments of us. I asked the guy that Saturday night, 
I said, why would you take criticism from someone you wouldn't take advice from? He stepped back. He goes, oh my God. He goes, well, that makes sense. I go, you know, when we are positively healthy in our opinion of ourselves, when others belittle us, it has no negative impact on us. In other words, others' negative opinion on us never becomes our reality. So how do you gain this healthy self-esteem? Like I said, <laughs> there's an entire chapter in my book on this. Number one, it's so easy. Practice gratitude. It's like magic. We can't give what we don't have. So be thankful and grateful to everyone around you. Be thankful and grateful for all the value that people give to you. Always give more than what's expected. Giving always has a positive return all the time. Whatever you give, you will receive more of what you gave. There's always a positive return on giving. Take note of negativity. Again, this is from my book. What are you thinking when you're not thinking? Are you thinking negative thoughts as you're driving alone in the car? Are you worrying? We can be our worst critic, can't we? Become aware of what we're thinking when we're not thinking. Number three, challenge yourself. Man, you were born for challenges. The moment you were born, you were just a pile of potential. <laughs> it was a lot of work to get, to get into this world. And when you laid there, you couldn't even hold your own head up. You couldn't talk. You couldn't do anything. But you were just, you were pure potential. And you challenged yourself. You challenged yourself to talk. You challenged yourself to crawl. You challenged yourself to walk. The goal is to never stop challenging yourself. You see, life said yes to you, and it's your job to say yes to life. So set goals and work towards them. A life without goals simply is not worth it. When we set goals and follow through on them, we like ourselves more. Because you're following through for yourself. When you set goals and you follow through on them, you will like yourself more. This helps boost our reputation we have with ourself. Huge, isn't it? Pursuing and achieving goals will help build your self-esteem, your courage, your joy. It'll enrich everything in your life. Number four, perform acts of kindness randomly all day long. Hold the door. Say thank you at the supermarket. Just do something nice. Go out of your way. Say to some person that you, you barely know, Man, you look fantastic today. Their eyes will light up. And as you give to them, you will receive. If we want to find ourselves, we must simply lose ourselves in the service to others. Self-esteem. Number five, get moving. Get moving. Set those goals and get moving. Physical activity will boost your self-esteem. Laying on the couch all day does nothing for you. Get moving. The start has always stopped more people than anything else in the world. Failure is nothing compared to the start. Get moving now. Get on the Do It Now program. Do it today. The next one, find time to be quiet. I know this is strange. My name is Randy and I tend to present a lot. But I spend a lot of time being quiet, guys. You know the chandeliers in the underground room? I built those. Each one takes around six to 700 hours. And that entire time, I'm quiet with myself. And during that time, my best thinking comes out. Because I'm just there, listening to books, making notes on my phone, and I'm just quiet. Dale Carnegie calls it sharpening the saw, sharpening the axe, 
Spend time improving yourself. Spend time with you. Number seven, repeat positive affirmations all the time. Most people walk around thinking, man, I'm so stupid. I'm so dumb. I can't do that. And then they wonder why their life is not positive. You will never get a positive life with a negative mind. Repeat positive affirmations. When you repeat things often enough, your subconscious will believe it. Back before I raced the World Cup, I didn't believe I was from the right family, from the right place of area. I didn't have the right body type. I wasn't the right guy. So to trick myself into believing that I could do it, I wrote it everywhere in my life. Randy is a World Cup racer. I read it every day, and eventually my mind believed it. And just like that, my outside world matched my inside world. By the way, right now, your outside world is matching your inside world. Get with positive people. Zig Ziglar says, you cannot possibly fly with the eagles if you're scratching with the turkeys. Hang around winners. You want to know where you're going? Just pay attention to the music you're listening to and the people you're hanging out with. And I can tell you exactly where your life is going. Sally has a quote from the winery. She says, you ain't grown if you ain't losing friends. <laughs> I love that, Sally. <laughs> That's good stuff. <laughs> Another tip on this stuff. How to stop social media from affecting your self-esteem. You all know there's a comparison trap on social media, right? Facebook, all that stuff. Do you know there's a whopping 88% of people, Americans, do the comparison trap? 88%. That means most people, they look at Facebook and they go, man, if only I looked like that. If only I lived that life. If I was only there. Guys, all that stuff, social media, you are seeing life filtered. Social media, the catch line should be social media, life filtered. You see, when you're looking at social media, you don't, you don't know the person. You know about them, but you don't know them. Self-esteem is believing you're living up to your own potential. That's what it is. It's maximizing who you were born to be. And when you maximize who you were born to be, you will get paid for simply being who you are. Imagine that life. Love y'all. Before, sorry. Yeah. So, you know, this is what I found about this. Yeah. Right. Normal water, easy water. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People don't want to drink this water because there's no nutrition facts on it. Oh my God. And there's, all the numbers read are zero. Wow. Did you really? know that? I, we, so we were at the Giants game over the weekend and I, I brought two, like I brought two for me, two for Diana, mm -hmm. two for her friend and we're bringing it up. And then there, there were people working and they were like, you could see they were thirsty. Like yeah. I was like, you know, you just look at someone, you're like, oh, you need a drink. Mm -hmm. Like they, they were running around, they were sweating and it was like 42 degrees, but they were sweating. So I was like, hey, like take a water. Mm -hmm. And she grabbed the water, looked at it and was like, oh no, I don't need it. Oh, my and then God. like two seconds later, grabbed a bottle of water out of her bag and drank the regular water. Wow. She was, was scared like, of it. So I was like, what? She was scared of it. Like yeah. She, yeah. She didn't recognize the brand. Yeah. And, and she didn't know what she was thought in the water. I'm out here filtering water. Right. In my, so I was like, you oh son of a God. gun. And so then I do. So then I, yesterday I'm sitting here and I'm like, cause she told me, she was like, there's no nutrition facts on it. And I was like, but there's no nutrients in, in water. There, look right. at the, it's water. And she looked at the nutrient zero, 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 zero. And it yeah. says, what is it? It's natural spring water. And I'm like, that's literally, but then I go, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. So now I have to reorder wow. to put nutrition facts on that's it. Something. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Sorry, I thought that was like a cool, like <laughs> cool now that I know about it, but 
annoyed that I have <laughs> you know, a pal- two pallets of water at home that people aren't going to want to freaking drink. You, you know, know what I mean? I have. Oh my God. And I'm like, you son wow. of a gun, dude. You know so. what's crazy? That reminds me of, you ever watched the movie Tommy Boy? Yeah. Oh, that yeah. Movie, right? Oh, yeah. But he's, he's, the, he's the brake salesman, mm-hmm. brake pad. Yeah. And he's in there. He's going, he's going, he's going there's no guarantee on the box. You know, you got to have the guarantee. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. It's the same he thing. Goes, Man, I'll take a crap in a bag, mark it guaranteed, and sell it to you. Yeah. And the guy ended up buying it. He's like, he's like, wow, you're a good point. You I know? couldn't believe it. Guarantee's only worth the people behind it. It's all them. marketing. It's yeah. all. Right, right. I was like, I sat there and I'm like, but it's water. And then she like gave it back. I was like, I'm, I'm good. And then grabbed in front of me her bottle of Deer oh Park water. God. And I was sitting there like. put on world's purest H2O. Well, that's what I mean. So now, like, so I reached out to the company. They're like, well, you know, it's not suggested. I'm like, right, I know it's not suggested. Like, not suggested. It's like, you know, you don't need to. I'm like, yeah, I know I don't need to. need to, but people aren't drinking right. the water. They're not drinking it because of that. That was firsthand experience. That's amazing. And I didn't even think about it until no. I was like, well, let me put myself in her shoes. I was like, yeah, if some dude that I've never met just came up to yeah. me with a bottle of water, yep. Yep. I'd go, right. who the hell are you? Right, yeah. So I was like. You'll be a little nervous. Yeah. It's a littler bottle. It doesn't quite Yeah, match exactly. It doesn't match a normal size. Yeah. Like it's a all firm that. bottle. Yeah. It's yeah. a nice bottle, but I was like, Yeah. Oh my God. <sighs> but all that pro- they sent out sample bottles. I was like, Yeah, I like the feel of this bottle. Yeah. The cap, let's do this cap, not the clear cap. So yeah. all these decisions were made. And then I sent it and I'm like, damn, oh now I have God. these pallets of water that's got nutrition facts that no one's gonna drink. So now I'm in the process of yeah. the winery people drink. What? No but are there nutrient? Are they they wouldn't care? It's a captured audience, they have no other choice. Yeah, true. That's what happens. Yeah. 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 I just, I was like, really? Yeah. I was so like, I was mad at myself. I was like, I can't believe I didn't see that come through. <laughs> I would have seen it. <clears throat> Maybe I'll keep that in because it definitely hurt my self-esteem. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> hold on, let me. Uh, that would be a, actually a good topic there because self-esteem is not a momentary disappointment. No? No. Well, so actually, dude, you just, I'm happy you said that because my first question is because I think that in order to to understand a version of self-esteem, it all roots from something. And as it grows on, like mm-hmm. as you, like yeah. whether it's a kid or whatever, some things are happening in your life that's subconsciously impacting the version of your self-esteem mm-hmm. that tailors you to a way that makes you think the way you are, that makes, so like that guy that mm-hmm. in the story. Mm-hmm whatever happened to him throughout his life made him think that he wasn't good enough or whatever it was, whether it be past relationships that he genuinely then sits back and sulks and believes that he is not good enough based on that. Mm-hmm. So my question to start it off is how does it develop and how does it contribute over time mm-hmm. to not, to then eventually restructure and mm-hmm. reshape your version right, of self-esteem? Yeah. yeah. Like that, that sense we just said, the momentary disappointment should not affect your self-esteem. It shouldn't. You know, everyone's going to have disappointments in life. I do, you do. And in fact, the more you try to accomplish, the more disappointments you're going to have. True statement. True statement, right? Yeah. So th- th- what happens is something negative happens to us. Then what happens is we then tell ourselves a story about what happened. So this bottle of water scenario, right? I'm going to keep that in. So that was pure authentic, but like that yeah. is also a true story. Right. So, so you, you get the bottle of water, right? Yeah. And then, and you could tell yourself, man, Ralph, you are so dumb. And this is you talking to you. Why, why wouldn't you see this? That's what you, I said. You now spend two grand on water and I got these pallets in my house and no one's going to want them because you were so naive that you didn't even realize this. Yeah. You could tell yourself that. And just like that, you become your own worst enemy. You got a negative conversation going inside your head that, wow, I, I cannot believe that I'm this, I'm this naive and I made this mistake. Or you could say, 
How cool is it that I'm in a spot where I have a business called the podcast room that I've grown this thing to the point where I am now in a business situation that I can actually buy water to give it away for marketing. How cool is that? Imagine the day where I could actually buy myself an airplane, but oh, I bought the wrong size airplane. Mm. See it? Yeah. Right. And it's like, it, it's instead just, of highlighting the positive, I'm going straight to the negative. It's, it's right? the story behind it. What got you here? You know, every problem should be the stepping stone to the next, to the next problem. Basically that's all it is because problems will never go away. The person that goes, I have no more problems. They're dead. Right. Isn't it true? <laughs> the day you die, you will have no more problems, but if you keep on living. You're going to have a problem of getting hungry. Naturally. You have a problem of getting fat. If you don't take care of yourself, you have a problem of, of needing to go to sleep. If you don't take care of you know what I mean? We all, problems are natural. You know, gravity is pulling us into the earth constantly. And it's our job to fight gravity all the time, fight the human nature of a downward spiral. And the person that takes life on going, look, all problems are actually opportunities given to me to make me a stronger person. Gravity makes you stronger. Without gravity, your body would go to mush because you got to fight it constantly. If gravity was instead of eight Newtons or whatever it is, imagine if it was 13, we'd all be stronger because the problem is greater. That's how we should view life. Hmm. Just like that. So you got a problem with this thing here with the water. Imagine if creativity is connecting the seemingly connectable dots. Imagine what the problem you have with this water that people don't want it because there's no nutrient value on the bottle. There is an answer to that to turn those bottles of water into one of the most successful things in your life because problems are opportunities. Somewhere hidden in this problem, there is an opportunity. It's just, do we have the mindset that I can see it? And I can I open my eyes enough to see the opportunity. This is life. This is business. This is everything. Can I crack my eyes just enough to see it? Can I see the world through a perspective that no one else sees it through? You know, remember I said to you a second ago, I go, yeah, people don't want it because it has this on there. I go, you ought to put right across the top of that label, the most pure H2O the world has ever seen. Oh, I'm putting, I'm creating, oh, dude, I've Right. It's filtered That's down to lesson. 0.2 microns. I'm, I'm sure it's absolutely sterile. If you look at every single nutrition fact, I can't believe we're having a conversation about freaking water. Right, right. But it's so but true. It's a problem. But that's what it is. So now I'm like, great. Now people don't want it because of this. Like I'm building my own nutrition fact label. Like mm -hmm. it's going to have zeros like every other bottle of water out there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's across the board. Like I just wish people knew more because like. Clearly, you can't sell, like, you know what I mean? Like, this well, it's, just, it's a trust, though. It's a trust thing. Uh, yeah. It, 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 right, it all comes down. It's all trust accountability. But that's what it is. It's going to have uh, whatever, like, potassium zero, but other zero, self-love 100%. Just so people can see it. I love that. And they're going to go, what the hell? And I'm going to go. Pretty neat. It's my, look yep. at every other bottle of water. Yeah. Yep. And now you can drink it and go, ah, oh, you know what, what? And it's free. But mm -hmm. I just, man, like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But so then that leads into, because that's exactly what happened. So once that happened, I was like, damn, how could I? be so stupid. Like that's literally the first thing that came out of my mouth, but that's negative self-talk. Mm -hmm. I think I've, I, and I think I've become so accustomed to maybe it's just the way I've lived my life. I don't know if it's from the military. I don't know if it's from the industry that I'm in where it's just like, if you're going to do it, you got to do it right the first time. And if you don't do it right the first time, you, you could be left behind. Like that's just like the yeah, mentality that's a that I have. bad way of thinking. I know. You'll and, never do it right the first time. Yeah. Never. Right. Anything worth doing is worth doing poorly at first. Everything. And if, if you have to do it perfect the first time, every time you'll never do anything. That's just a fact of life. You know, yeah. it's just, I mean, the first bottle of wine I made, it was so bad. Like you would, no one would have drank it. The first label we developed, it was so like, but do you not archaic. sell it? So in that instance, when you make the wine and you like your first no, no, bottle, this is, well, this would be before Blue Ridge was even open. Oh, I, I see. made wine in the basement. It was so bad. It was so bad. Really? I remember being like, Oh my God, it's so bad. You know, you go to smell it and like, you wouldn't even get close to it. My first harvest. So the very first harvest at the winery was La Crescent. 
To this day, I still have that tank. It's so bad, we will never bottle it. It still sits in my basement. No way. Imagine, imagine, you, you plant vines, you work on them for three years, three years, then you go, you buy all the equipment to do a harvest, the crusher, the stemmer, the press, all that type of stuff. You learn everything. You make your wine. It turns out so bad <laughs> that you cannot possibly bottle it. You smell it and you go, it smells like ground up like nuts and fish. It's what? so, it's so bad. But anything worth doing is worth doing poorly at first. I could have looked at that and gone, man, I really stink at winemaking. Forget this. And Blue Ridge would never exist. Wow. Yeah. Anything worth doing. I mean, this is self-esteem. The talk we say to ourselves is more important than any talk anybody else says to us. Because what we say to ourselves is who we become. It's, it's like that. It's like the book. In, it's like the chapter in the book. You know, the judge in our head. We create this judge, judging and prejudging everything we're thinking. Yeah. And are, are you a good person or are you a bad person? You know, I mean, there, there's I was going to do a, I was going to do a, a podcast where I was going to show a picture and the picture is a painting of either a sunset or a sunrise, but you can interpret it either way. And when someone looks at that picture instantly and they think this is a sunrise, they have a, a positive mindset because their mind will instantly go to the day is starting where here we go, or it's a sunset and it's all ending. Some people have looked at that and go, and they go, oh, there's a big storm coming. And because there's a couple of clouds over here, extremely negative mindset. They only see the bad. They only oh, see the negative. Wow. You're freaking me out, right. dude. Right. I don't know. How do you overcome that negative self-talk then? All the stuff I just talked about. Basically express gratitude to everyone. Start being grateful for everything in your life. The more you, you're grateful for, the more you, you'll see to be grateful for. And just like that, your self-esteem rises. It, it is magic. That's a magic trick. If you don't believe me, try it. You'll go, wow, that works. I get it. Right? Yeah. Another another way to do it is, is, uh, is to become aware of what you're thinking when you're not thinking. You know, that's a big one. So many people are thinking negative thoughts. They're just unaware of it. They don't realize that they might show up somewhere and go, man, why do I feel down? I don't understand it. Well, they were unaware that 10 minutes ago, you were just thinking about the worst outcome of something that's to be like, you're about to take some test at college and you're nervous. You're going to fail it. And you're scared. You're going to fail it. And you were thinking about that. And then you show up somewhere and you're like, wow, why is the energy drained out of me? I feel so down. Well, 10 minutes ago, you were draining the, the life out of yourself. You're, you're flowing negative thoughts through your head. You know, another way to do it is to be in your car driving completely alone and say to yourself, I like myself. I know that sounds so dumb, but if you go, I like myself and you go, wow, that felt weird. It's because you don't believe it. If you say, I, I like myself and it doesn't feel weird, you truly do. And if you do it and he goes, wow, that, that was so strange. Do it every single day. You know how you can, you know, how you can change your life, build a habit on other habits. People, people think, I want to start doing this, stop doing that. The way you create a habit of doing something brand new is you connect it to something you're already doing. In other words, if you want to start doing more push-ups, every time you go to the bathroom, do two push-ups. Do, do push yeah. Every time, every single time you go to the bathroom, I do two push-ups before I, before I leave. Take napkins, put them on the floor, put your hands down, and do two push-ups. Start small. Because two will turn to four, four will turn to eight, and so on. If you want to, if you want to um, increase the amount of books you're listening to, every moment you get in the car, before you turn the car on, your earbuds go in and the book gets started. You start the car and you start driving. Connect some other activity with something you're already doing and you will build a new habit. Just like that. You connect it to what was already there. If you want to, if you want to start a journal, Every time you brush your teeth, put your journal right next to your, your, your toothbrush and you open it up. You write one, one sentence. You always start small. One sentence, you brush your teeth. 
every time. After a while, you'll be a journaling master. If you want to say nice things to your wife and compliment her every single night before you turn that light out, you make it a habit. Love, I just want to tell you how much I appreciate you today. Click, mm. turn the light out. Connect something that you're already doing. And just like that, it's, it's the hook. They call it the hook. Wow. If you guys catch me doing push-ups in the Lehigh Valley Mall, just know I'm forming a habit. <laughs> That's awesome, right? <laughs> right? That's this awesome. Self-esteem truly is dependent on us. As a child, though, we do get imposed upon. Yeah. We do. So children can have low self-esteem based upon the, the situation they're in. Children are not responsible for their situations. They're just not. You know, you take some 12-year-old, 11-year-old, and they're in a bad situation. I feel bad for that child. But once we get older, we're in that 18, 19, 20-year-old range. Now we can impose upon ourselves. And this is when we can go, wait a minute, I can reprogram my mind like I can reprogram that computer so I can basically take the junk out and put new good stuff in and be a brand new person. Be someone that sees myself as God created me, someone that has all possibilities, that's pure potential, that life said yes to me, and I will say yes to life every day of my life, to everything. Well, we cut it there. That's sick. Good stuff, right? Thank you, man. Yeah. Thanks, Ralph. <laughs>